0: I'll come, I'll come back I'll come back I'll come back
1: I'll come back I'll come back I'll come back I'll come back Did you just say it's come colored? Come
0: that's what I heard, I'm thinking, what kind of zone die are you Only flirting? come inside anime girls.
2: <laughs> why, why is this the way we're <laughs> starting, guys? Jointed it's it's
0: like if mine's
3: in the Wait, What
2: are you even saying?
0: The, the Come Zone song.
2: Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> there's
0: three. There's three. There's the Come no. Zone, the Come Throne. No. And um, Come for and the I forgot what the I forget what the third
2: no, one. No, we like are.
0: The, we Italian are. Cuis- the Italian
3: cuisine.
2: The Prince, co- don- please, don- please, please take over, please.
4: Don't call
0: it a <laughs> comeback.
2: <laughs> I, I take it back. Someone else do it.
0: Fresh balls. No. Elegant ejaculation.
2: Gentlemen, we have a guest. <laughs> we have a podcast to start. Please start the podcast.
4: My Hello. dick is in love with pain. <laughs> yes.
2: 54321, It, please. Oh my fucking god. Oh, are we live? That's
5: everyone. three, two,
4: one. Hello and welcome to the barcast, where the bar gets really fucking low this week. Your bartenders for this evening are not pencil. You're all chuckle fucks and I hate you. Enigmatic <laughs> otaku. Our cast is 4 a.m. It's time for your freshly cummies. Flamin' Warfare.
0: Welcome to the cum zone.
4: Milk. Something, something cum jar? I don't know. Ravage.
1: Blue balls.
4: And I'm cummy Ray Jeffson. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we have a very special guest. Hello and welcome back from the break. We definitely had a few weeks off without the cast. I hope all of you on iTunes and Spotify are ready because this week we're back with an A-lister, someone that we've wanted to have on for a long time. You may know him from his many stories on Fim Fictions, but I like to call him Andrew. Andrew J. Talent has joined us. Thank you, dude. Thank you for oh, having yeah,
6: us. No problem. Thank you for having me.
4: Oh, it's our pleasure completely, especially for you to, Someone such as you <laughs> to associate with low lives such as us.
6: <laughs> uh, I kind of used up all my dignity after I wrote Beating the Heat. So, you know, that oh, <laughs> was 10 years ago. No, wait, it was eight. Okay. I had my time- dignity for maybe one year and then then now it's gone. So time is a blur and a
4: social construct. But for those who have never tuned in before, hello and welcome to the Barcast, where a community-oriented podcast where you politely request the guests and we ask them on, ask your questions and make them miserable for two hours. Not actually make them miserable. Citation needed. Uh, right. For those who are, for those who would <laughs> like to catch up on previous episodes, such as Bill Newton, Andrew Limon, John Delancey, and many or many other folks from the My Little Pony community, be sure to check us out on iTunes, Google Play. Uh, Spotify, YouTube, and all the other places where you digest podcasting material. Um, we're streaming live on Twitch right now, which means that the lovely and on Pencil is watching the chat. Pencil, so what are questions we don't ask our guests?
2: Well, we're going to not ask our questions uh, anything too personal, like, you know, we're not going to ask them their social security number or their place of business, because that would be stupid. Yes, and... it's all right. No,
6: it's okay. My social security number is three.
2: Oh, fuck you, old bruh. <laughs> Um, we're also not going to be asking him anything to do with politics or religion. You guys know better oh. at this point.
6: However... I'm, sure I, I'm, I'm a monarchist. Uh, that's,
2: oh, God. That's not, that's <laughs> that's My man. We don't talk about religion. What we are going to do, however, is we are going to play a little drinking game with you guys at home. Hey, Priest, how do we play the drinking game?
4: Whenever you hear the word... Twilight.
2: Boom. Be sure to take
4: a nice... Healthy, responsible drink. Please don't. Please drink responsibly. We don't want to send someone to the hospital. Again, it's a whole thing. Please, please drink responsibly. Mm. But without further ado, the only queen in my life is Corone. So let's go with some standard questions to introduce Andrew nice and slowly into the cast. Andrew, who Mm -hmm. are you and what do you do in the fandom?
6: Oh, uh, I'm Andrew J. Talon. I've been writing well, fan fiction of various kinds for honestly the last 15 years, the majority of my adult life really. I use it as an escape from the adult world and to experiment and expand my own writing abilities, maybe one day publishing in the real world. And I mostly write lots and lots and lots of pony stories. lose interest in them for months or years at a time, and then sometimes come back to them. Mm. And um, I wrote Progress. Just kind of what kind of got me into the whole pony fandom thing, seeing uh, the possibilities of Princess Luna. And um, from there, I just could not escape it.
4: That actually ties in really well. Like, what introduced you to the show? What got you into this fandom?
6: Uh, I have... Well, as many people might say, I blame a Canadian. Oh God! One of my best, uh, my best friend, uh, had started watching the show, and he said, "Come on, let's." Um, I want you to watch the show, and I'm like, "It's My Little Pony." Our, I mean, you know, I mean, we're we're kind of in the well, we were in a golden age of cartoons and animated shows that were actually really, really good. I'm like, it's my little pony. How could it be? But good. Good. Could it be? And and I checked it out on YouTube. And the first uh, episode I ever watched was, um, the Guild of the Griffin episode of season one and seeing Pinkie Pie and dash and how they worked and interacted together. And I was like, you know what, this is actually pretty nice. I want to watch more. I want to see how it all started. And I find myself found myself uh, watching through the first episode, and I'm like, okay, there are actual stakes. The planet is a, might die. This this feels serious. This is My Little Pony, and I can't help but see. Still remember uh, the end scene with Princess Luna finally emerging from thousands of years of darkness, and my mind just started whirling with possibilities of what that would be like, and. Hence, Progress was born.
4: Yeah, I like it, I like it. Hmm. Uh, the next question that we have is, what is your favorite part of the fandom? There's so many pieces to the Brony fandom, whether it's the online community, the fan fictions, conventions, music. At the end of the day, what is keeping you here?
1: Um, hmm.
6: That's kind of difficult to answer, if I'm being honest. I think a lot of it is the fan fiction and the fan art and just how incredibly creative everyone in this fandom can be. I mean, yeah, okay. It's it's ostensibly a show for little girls and, and you know, after Lauren Foss left, it became uh, it kinda lost that that slightly mature edge, though it still had some good episodes and seasons after that. But what keeps me going is just the what we all see in this fandom, the possibilities that this world presented that has inspired so many people because there are so many possibilities. And even 10 years on, the possibilities are still what keep people going and coming back to this. Cause yeah, I mean, they're, well, we'll there are the diehards and the people have been here forever and there are people who have just started on it. But we all came here because there was just so much raw potential and what you could do because the world, the characters, they're so lovable and interesting and amazing. And I guess bottom line, that's what keeps me coming. Just all of this stuff, all, because all of this is inspired by a simple little show that still has that spark that kind of asks, there's so much more for you to do, to explore and to build with this. It just kind of calls to me.
4: Okay. Then speaking of that spark, um, I think it's pretty fair to say that Generation 4 of My Little Pony in general is this kind of lightning on a bottle moment where mm. it created this social phenomenon that is so difficult to reproduce. And now we're at this point where Generation 4 is over. We have Pony Life. We have weird like YouTube clip episodes that are a thing that exists. We have more Equestria Girls stuff coming out, but it's confirmed that Generation 5 is not going to be r- related to Generation 4, at least not explicitly. Hmm. So with that in mind, where do we as a community go from here, given that the thing that brought us all together, it, it still exists, but it's not going to be in the same form going forward? How do we keep ourselves as relevant to, say, Trekkies or Star Wars fans?
6: Well, like any long running franchise, there's always a transformation of the, uh, of the entertainment stuff. I mean, Star Trek is very appropriate because, again, each each new generation, starting with a new generation, did try to do different things. I mean, um, Next Generation was kind of like an update of the original series, but when it got its, uh, its footing in season three... It set itself apart with a new generation and new ideas about it. And then we get Deep Space Nine, which was a much more serious take on Star Trek and went more into the deeper and darker aspects. And then we had Voyager, which actually did also try to do something new. And sometimes it failed and sometimes it succeeded in what it did. But there are still strong fandoms for all that. And then um, we have the Abrams movies, which exist I guess and, um, and then the attempted revamp I suppose of with Discovery and Picard and things like that sometimes a fandom goes through a dark period where there's nothing that really lets you hold on to it except for the old stuff that came before the stuff that could be considered timeless and sometimes the people who have the IPs are in charge of it, give you stuff that promotes whole new ideas and gets you into it. And for Gen 4 fans, yeah, we're we're kind of, we're going to be working off of existing stuff. But that doesn't necessarily mean we have to stop being creative, it doesn't mean we have to stop being relevant. I mean, if I'm being completely honest, I don't think Hasbro would ever approve a more, say, adultish, more mature My Little Pony, something that explores. I mean, not like like full on R-rated stuff, of course. I mean, we're not handing it over to Michael Bay, uh, right? But, we're not
4: going to have Twilight and Morty all of a sudden.
6: No, no, but at the same time, again, any franchise nowadays can inspire fandom takes and so many different interpretations that. That can be such a stark contrast from the original. And there's nothing wrong with that, with building our own world from the original world. And that will just continue with Gen 5. So I think it's more all this creative cultural activity isn't for nothing. It's just going to change as things go by. And there might be nostalgia and stuff. And people might take off from it and be inspired to create their own original intellectual properties from it. Again, this is just how how culture goes throughout all Mic off. of human history. It the, uh, the changes and evolves and it, in surprising ways. And MLP has been very surprising with Gen 4 with the quality of it. But the reason it did is because of that quality. And that's something that you can't take away. So when people start thinking about, I don't know, Gen 6 in another decade they're still going to be paying attention to gen four because of just how big an impact it's had. So maybe gen four is over in many ways, but it's still always going to be a relevant part of the cultural consciousness. Maybe not as big as it was before, but still going to be there. There's always going to be a fandom and uh, who knows it might help influence the next fandoms and other things like that and be a positive force for good. If that
4: helps. No, I think that's really well said, it's a very like cogent, well thought out position. Um, that said, though, since we did talk in a little bit about Star Trek, I, I would be the worst person in the world if I didn't allow a non-pencil to stick on you, depending on your answer for who is best captain.
2: This is important. I will judge you.
6: Okay. Best captain. Yes. Cisco.
2: Ooh. Alright, drop the gloves, what are we doing? Like why, why Cisco?
6: Well if Kirk is the ideal of the Federation. Oh god, no. And Cisco is its hard reality in the middle of it. You and see, yes, I, yeah.
2: No, I I I don't buy the hard reality because Cisco also tried to balance his religious everything. And we're not gonna get religious because this is the broadcast. Right. But Cisco got so deep into his religious calling that he actively defied the um, Federation many times. Sometimes I don't think for the better. Like, I don't think he was the best captain. Do I think he's an amazing human being and probably one of the best humans we've ever seen in a captain's chair? Yes. So, well, Not the yeah. easily best dad. Easily best dad.
6: So well, Yeah. And, and I guess it's more of a combination of things, but... One, unlike the other captains, he actually was a parent. Yeah, he, the other yeah. captains had offspring, but Sisko actually raised his kid. And Jake yeah. Sisko didn't want to go into Sturfleet, and Ben and, and Sisko was fine with that. Also, Ben Sisko, after losing his wife to the Borg, he decided that he would help build the Defiant, which practically shakes its fist at the Borg.
2: I mean, we, we also have, you know, Picard, who shakes his fist at the Borg by literally walking around saying, I'm Locutius of Borg, to people that have stolen from the Borg's collective. So, you know.
6: Yeah, but De Sisko built basically the first real warship that Starfleet has had in centuries. Basically mm. a nice brass knuckle to pound into their face.
5: Mm. But it's also a part of his...
6: It's also a kind of a part of his character because that, the Defiant at first was basically just a warship to fight and defeat the Borg because Cisco felt so much pain and loss. But also is a reflection of his character and that he takes his thing from the past that he built out of such anger and uses it as a force for good, uh, mostly. I mean, I, I, I don't I'm not going to pretend he hasn't done some questionable bad things, but I'm I will bad. argue that. That In the Pale Moonlight is one of the finest episodes of Star Trek ever done.
2: Okay, I think that's my, like, okay, I'll be honest, that is one of my favorite episodes of Star Trek. I, I'm still Team Picard, and I think we can both agree that Kirk is a wank stain who doesn't know how to keep it in his pants. Hey, mm-hmm. hey well,
6: aside, Chris Pine, Chris Pine Kirk, yes. Original Kirk, no. I sometimes,
3: think a sometimes.
2: Homeless. Sometimes.
3: Also, I don't think Kirk sticks around to raise his illegitimate
6: alien children. So I wonder, he, how, many he has.
2: Does, man. I wonder how many he has, like just in theory.
6: Um, well there was the one with the Indian woman who got killed. Uh, there's the there's David Marcus who also got killed. Um, there's like weird
2: clone Kirk baby thing. Who got um, killed? It, it yeah, makes
3: it sound like he like orchestrates events to kill these kill these children baby mamas so he doesn't have to pay space child support.
2: Uh, we well, be uh, on currency, Enigma. Come on.
6: Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's a whole other argument.
2: Yeah, we could yeah. go on. We could go on forever about this. I'm sorry.
6: No, it's okay. It's always it's fine. I mean, again, it's it's nice to have a conversation about Trek. It doesn't just immediately devolve into "Oh, you don't like Discovery, you, you bigot." I'm like, what?
2: No, I'm not. No, I, I would, I would suggest if you haven't yet, sit down, pour yourself the tallest drink imaginable, and watch Lower Decks. Uh, it's not,
7: oh, it's not terrible.
2: it's not terrible. It is, it is vaguely funny, and it does have a lot of perfect in jokes that keep me giggling enough to keep watching. So, yeah, and uh, I
6: like. Mariner and the
2: Green Girl yeah and
6: I'm not going to say again that, that every Trek series I mean let's be honest no Trek series has had a perfect first season
2: no 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 not, not even next gen no
6: no yeah, hell the first two seasons of next gen it's amazing that it wasn't cancelled if I'm being well,
2: honest Riker needed to grow his beard still oh my god we've talked about this for so long I don't think we've gotten to any questions please stop me oh dear okay <laughs>
4: oh yes more questions yes Speaking of putting the value on a human life... Okay. The last question that we have before we throw you to the wolves is, Um, uh, easily our hardest, who is best pony?
7: (sighs)
6: Honestly, hmm. Well, it kind of depends, I suppose. If, I, I guess from... Seasons one to four, I'd have to argue Twilight, given her journey. Drink. Everyone can drink. Everyone can drink now. You're welcome. And that she does have a character arc, but she does grow. To season four. And then kind of season five. Kind of. And then she just kind of stops. But that's just my opinion. I I am inclined to agree with your opinion.
7: As for overall, uh,
6: Uh, I just have to say, Fluttershy for me. Yay! Or Celestia. Surprising enough. Acceptable. Yes.
7: <laughs> all, all Celestia's
3: growth was that she was promoted to customer.
6: Her horn grew. Yes.
4: Okay. So, sometimes the horn is all that matters. Don't
6: <laughs>
0: don't read that. Don't. It's not the it's not the length. It's the girth.
6: I'm reading into it.
2: Possible. Anyway, anyway, why don't we get to questions from, like, we're, we're, we're literally 50 minutes in. No, we're not. That's right. The time is offset. We're 20 minutes in. That's all. Okay. I feel a little bit better. I thought we literally talked about Star Trek for half an hour. I feel a lot better now. Okay. Yeah.
7: Okay. <laughs> <I'm the person. laughs>
4: Speaking of the girthquake, the girthiest person that I know, Short Skirts and Explosions, is up first. Okay. What doth life, is his question?
7: Huh? What doth life? Uh, life is complicated. Truth. Okay, well, I'm going to so,
3: yeah. re-ask the question, but I ask that you give me wrong answers only.
7: Okay. What doth life?
6: Dothlife.com. Doth Welcome to the (laughs) (laughs) cumzo.
2: That's that's enough of fucking that, children. (laughs) What are we we doing?
7: Up
1: up next, we have questions. Fucking it. God,
4: we have questions from the Glim Master now. Okay. Who says, number one, what inspired
6: you to start writing stories? Um, if I'm being honest, well, uh... As you probably have guessed, most of my longtime readers have guessed, uh, when I was eight, I lost my mother to cancer, and that was very traumatic for me. So honestly, I just needed an outlet to try and express my feelings. And the more I wrote, the better I got at it. And finally, when we got the internet, I found a whole arena to start sharing my work and lots of people to tell me that I sucked. So, you know, that helps. But no, seriously, that that did help me a lot. And, you know, trying, trying to find means of turning my feelings into something productive, I guess. Something meaningful or just something fun. There's nothing more I like than just making people laugh, I think. Yeah. Or cry or think even. Maybe just a little bit.
4: I can relate to that because that's usually like what inspires me to write is to get some sort of emotion or thought into a person even yep. if that thought is an
6: uncomfortable
4: boner. so
6: yep. yeah <laughs> yep well that and okay this is pro i'll freely admit of the seven deadly sins pride is probably my biggest i'm the biggest fan of it yay yeah yep and a lot of my stories started with me reading another story by someone else that sucked. And I was like, this is a good idea, but your execution is utterly awful. Why don't I try to do something with it?
4: <laughs> I see your story and I raise it one that I wrote that's
6: better. Yeah, pretty much. I know, I know it's pride talking. It's just, I can't help thinking that again, it's, it's never, it's not the, that the idea is bad. It's more the execution. It's like, you can argue, a movie about um, a guy in getting a uh, sled dog team and having to try and win a race, that is a good idea for a story. And if you execute it badly, you get snow dogs.
2: <laughs> and if you execute it better, you get Iron Will?
6: Exactly.
4: exactly. Yay! Yay! And if you execute my it sexy, the then you get Volto.
0: Basically, yes. <laughs> everyone wanted to fuck the female dog.
2: Yeah. Hey, hey, hey speak yourself. Eyes. I wanted to I fuck eyes. the male dog, okay? Let's get this straight. Jesus. It was like a
0: Lion King moment for me. Like like for everyone. It's just like every time you saw Nala and they were like, wait, why do I feel this about an animal?
6: Then you yes. look at him, oh, Guys. Oh, and the voice. The voice too. Disney
0: is oh, mine, yeah. I'm
4: a in of furry.
5: <laughs> what
6: about
4: what about that fox girl
0: from the Robin
2: Hood?
0: You mean oh, maid Mary, Maid oh, Mary, there 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 is so much good porn over dude like.
2: Anyway, let's <laughs> have it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, god.
4: The next question is how do you make worst pony become best pony? Yeah.
6: Well, again, it all comes down to execution. Like um one of my non-pony fixed it was kind of a challenge. Basically, I saw there were all these Game of Thrones self-inserts where somebody's mind got transported into the mind, into the body of a Game of Thrones character. And so I just thought, well, okay, who's a character who everyone hates who might be interesting if he suddenly got not just my memories, but also uh, most of Wikipedia and a lot of porn from the internet downloaded. And no, I chose Fionn Greyjoy. Oh, oh, yeah, I know. And for some ungodly reason, that became one of my most popular fix. Honestly, a lot of the stuff I write, I'm like, I just did this on a lark. I have no idea why it's become popular, but okay, what the hell? I'll write more. Again, it, it's like, again, it's a total crapshoot.
0: I feel
7: that. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I'd, 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 yeah, total crapshoots meant to be side gigs. Then everyone just piled on. Just, oh, okay, you really want this? So, sure. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. It's like, for so you guys,
6: I guess. Okay, sure. Again, like, ugh, oh, God. Like, hands. I just wrote it as a joke, you know, because I'd written self inserts before, and I decided, what the hell? I'll just make it a funny, goofy thing. I'll just keep making it more and more ridiculous until people hate it.
2: People love joke stories, though. They fucking love them. So I know, and, I know. But people I guess love
4: hands. Like, hands is such a big deal on VimFig.
2: I
6: know, I know. But it was always meant as just kind of a little satire of human inquestria, equestria because the whole point was at the, at the start, he's just kind of accidentally bumbling his way into crap.
0: When the shit post takes on a life of its own and becomes the shit, literally. That's yeah. what
4: happened with Lyla. Yes,
0: that's what happened. Well, with my also best Luna too. Honestly,
4: <laughs> yeah. I, I also <laughs> forced the shit out of that. But also, um, number three, let's let's move on. Number three, yeah. uh, bat ponies, yay or nay?
6: Yay! Yay!
5: Baby.
6: You're yay for rabies. Uh, it's not well. Bats can spread many other diseases other than rabies.
2: Rabies, more like yay bees. Yay, because
0: I love. The
6: Yes. Besides, right. bats are awesome. I, yeah, I love bats. Bats are cool. They're, uh, I love watching bats in the late summer around my house when they go, they kind of go, you can kind of hear their uh, echolocation squeaks as they go in for an
2: insect. They go, I b- Bats are legitimately one of my favorite animals ever of any reason. Yeah, they're, so. they're wonderful. They're great. Bats yeah. are great. If you're afraid of bats, please look inside yourself and find that you're a shitty person and stop talking shit about bats. Because they deserve to live and you deserve to die. Be nice to bats, you fuckers. I, I, okay.
3: I question the existence of a
6: creature that has to read in order to see.
2: Well, I mean, so I... hell,
6: <laughs> hell, they've actually found fossils of bats that might, might date back to just before the dinosaurs died. Out, see, no. Can...
5: Yeah. Okay, no, go ahead. So what you're
3: saying is that bats murder dinosaurs. Yes, With because they're
6: awesome. B.
4: They read so hard. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, uh, hold on quick pause. Pencil, have you written a bat story? This isn't about you, but,
2: like... No, I've I've never written a bat story. I don't... Because I I don't write bat pony stories. I leave that to Flam and his Scottish abomination.
4: (laughs) (laughs) This seems like a sin, but anyway.
2: Okay, okay. Priest, name a thing I've written about that I like. Yeah! Yeah, when you you, you realize, like, all the things (laughs) I write, like, oh, vomit! No, Pencil hates that. Like... Regurgitating food in the baby's mouths. Uh, Pencil hates that. Guy to go! Pencil hates that. No, like, I don't know what I like, hey, that wouldn't do anything to my poor sweet bats. That's why, I'm done.
4: Feels and sex you... between people who are dying?
2: I mean, I hate that fear in its own way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> you don't care
0: about, ba- about baby centaurs wreaking havoc after literally... Sh- Okay,
5: we're gonna stop talking about me. We're
2: gonna stop talking about
4: ourselves, when we're gonna talk about the
0: guests. Thank
4: four. you. <laughs> what superpower would you like to have, my friend?
6: Um, either super speed or essentially Naruto-style shadow clones, because I've got way too much shit in my life to do, and not enough me to do it. I get
3: you. I get you. More hands to jerk yourself off.
6: Hey, <laughs> I, I'm not that good, honestly. Anyway, that, or stop time, because then think of all the Dio references I could make. Forever. Oh no! Is it time?
4: Is it time to talk about JoJo?
7: Milk! No. Yeah, is. is it Dio time? Oh, it's
6: always God. Dio time.
2: time. Hi, Dio? We've, been <laughs> to- <laughs> We've been through one person's question, you guys. One person! It's been half an hour! Dio reference? Are you approaching me?
3: I can't. Now, I've got to There get is some, a reason we pie. are
0: indeed only one question in. Oh Why? dear! Why? Because it was me. Dio <laughs> Oh my god! I,
1: fucking... <laughs> 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 yet, out. I have seen
4: all three. Oh, yeah. Go on. Go on. All right. I'm trying not to burp into the mic because it's a bad habit of mine. Number five. Did you during your life sat yourself down? On your chair and said to yourself, "Why do I like this colorful equines?"
6: Yes, many times. Uh, take a number and raise it to the nth power. That's how many times I've done it. But
7: right, I've, I've been yeah.
6: that out. But the fact of the matter is, everything in pop culture is weird. I mean, there are people who are obsessed with a guy who dresses up as a bat and has sex with other people who dress up as animals on rooftops while beating up mentally ill people.
2: Hey, you'd be weird. nice to Batman.
6: I, I love Batman. I'm just saying, I'm just hey. saying. When you, if, you, if you think about it, you know, anyway, everything is weird in pop culture. But, but there's still a, a human core, so to speak because we don't have a better word for it yet. We haven't met aliens. So that necessitates us to put together a better word for it. But um, a human core to, all, to most human storytelling that kind of resonates with someone in some way. And that's what MLP did for me. There's a, there was a true core to it, an interesting world and interesting possibilities. Hell, it's basically... I mean, if you ignore the, the colorful equine part, it's basically a high fantasy world. With interesting magical rules different races and lots of possibilities for stories and creativity so you know i'm fine with it and hell honestly given the women i've dated in the past yeah at this point i'd happily bang an equestrian pony girl
4: i would i would
6: yeah i yeah look it's it's, it's the you jack- are not jack- alone here yeah it's the jack harkness rule okay
4: yeah Basically? yeah okay I mean, you got it at least once for the novelty. Yeah. All right. Number yeah, six. Yeah, but they, they look at your peener and they laugh. Uh, uh,
6: depends on the
7: universe.
4: Enigma that, only, enigma that only happens to you and only for that one time in Vegas. Yeah, you guys are Anyway,
2: they don't, they don't anyway, anyway, no. Next question, Priest.
4: Number six. Question's not about Enigma's penis. What is the funniest thing you ever saw in your life?
6: Funniest thing I ever saw? Uh, ah, it's it's kind of hard to crap. Great, I'm in that moment where every funny thing I've ever experienced just kind of fl- fl- flees out of my head.
2: It's hard to crap, got it.
6: Well, uh, but uh, let's see. As for stuff that, let's see, uh, I can at least, I'll answer it in a slightly different way. My favorite comedy movie of all time, and one of my favorite movies of all time is Ghostbusters because, it is basically like one, the original, not the shitty 2016 one. Because it is like one perfect joke told. It starts out just three normal guys with an unusual career, doing their own weird business, and then it ends with a giant marshmallow man. Again, perfectly told joke. Like as, yeah, as for, as for funniest moment, let's go with classic Simpsons when Homer Simpson, the, the peanut bit. That, that always makes me die laughing every time.
7: Oh, that's
3: a good one. The patina, but you're going to have to narrow that down a bit.
6: Okay, okay. It's the... Crap, I forget. It's... Uh, Boy Scouts in the Hood. I think it's season three of The Simpsons. God, that show is still going on. How the hell are they... Uh, never mind, I, I don't want to know. Capitalism. Well, yeah. Well, better than communist Simpsons. Nope! Ponce, sorry
4: i'll take the blame for that one
6: Please sorry my bad. bad my bad okay no nope. that's okay. my fault go on okay all right it's all right uh the joke broke the fall
5: mm.
6: anyway but yeah anyway again the this moment where homer is searching under a couch because he's lost his last peanut he finds 20 dollar bill he's like 20 dollar ah. bill uh, i wanted a peanut his brain goes a twenty dollar bill can buy many peanuts, and Homer says, "Explain." And his brain says, "Money can be used to purchase goods and services." And Homer just cheers. It, ugh, I don't do a good. It, I don't do it justice.
3: I, I know which one you're talking about. I thought you were referring to the one where it turns out that Seymour is allergic to
6: peanuts, and Bart and him have like a
4: little of a pain moment.
6: Oh, that one. Eh, that's okay, but not as funny.
4: All right. Talk about placeholders. Hawthorne Bunny says placeholder. That <laughs> other other guy who we normally rely on for very distressing questions just says hey. hey. So that takes us to Jake the Army guy who sure. asks what is the inspiration behind Future Me is Terrible?
6: Part of it is a, a comic which um, I actually used one of the panels for in uh for the cover art on film fiction. Uh and the other part is again, I guess I took a break from the fandom for a couple of years after season five, and then I came back. And I noticed there was a lot of melodrama over Twilight being immortal and such. And Had so I guess we And
2: was... we drink.
6: Yep. 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 And I wanted to poke some fun at that. And what the hell? I always And I guess I just figure, you know, Toilet sparkle, drink. Oh, God, I ran out of (laughs) beer. Going a couple centuries of trying to be strong and a great ruler. It's not a matter of if she's going to crack and go crazy, it's when. So, of course, she's going to go time travel back in time and start drinking alcohol that she's already drank before in front of her younger self.
3: You know, for a moment, I thought you said Twilight Sparkles after tr-
7: spending centuries trying to be straight. Eh? Okay. Could be that too.
6: Stupid, sex, stupid that, sexy planners. Yeah, after that, she just decides pansexual. Bisexual is not enough. Pan. Pan! I'll think you buy. trying speaking to. Of, speaking of pan,
4: um,. Mm-hmm i want to ask i want to drill in a little bit to your experience as someone who has taken a break on Fem fiction um and then actually came back because it's pretty common for people to be like oh i'm gonna take a break for it for a while and they realize that they don't really miss it they don't really miss the community or whatever like fandom drama is happening at any given moment um what made you come back to the site? What made you really kind of decide, yeah, this is something I want to keep doing?
6: Well, in my own case, a lot of my uh, longtime friends in various fandoms and collaborative writers, I just kind of tend to make friends, I just tend to make friends with other writers in, in writing fan fiction and other things. Uh, we're also Pony fans, but we are also fans of other things. and. Uh, for a couple of years, I decided I just tried different fandoms because, you know i I write for whatever inspires me, and I have a lot of things I like. And what really made me come back though was probably the fact that it was the final season, and I guess I felt I don't know. It's when you when the story has an ending, as a definitive run, it makes it one. Single package, so to speak, and and it means that you know how it's supposed to end, and then you can ask always ask the question, but what if? And it's a little more definitive when you have you know parameters to work within. Some writers just work better when there are limits and kind of guideposts and kind of you know basically a framework to work within, Mm -hmm. and. With MLP over, with MLP Gen 4 over, that means we know how it ends, we know how it ends up, and that gives us a little more definitive framework to work with within the creativity, within the creative aspects of it, I think. Right. Yeah. So, and part of it is, as much as the problem I had with the show as it kind of got, as it went on after season five, what can I say? I liked the finale. It wasn't perfect, but it was actually satisfying, unlike so many other shows that had ended. And I just now went fuck this, fuck that, fuck you. Sorry, flashbacks to Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah. No, yeah. I was I was yeah. on the same wavelength. Oh. Okay. What am I thinking now? Um. Dicks. Mm, no. That could just it, be a me thing.
2: Was it vaginas instead? No. It was uh,
6: Oreos.
2: Well, I mean, if you, if, you, if you try hard enough, you could use an Oreo as a vagina. It just wouldn't be very nice.
6: No, not really. Not eh. no Anything a vagina, me. unless you're a little bitch. It's <laughs> yeah. already
3: pre-creamed. What did not what the, cook, the cookie
4: crumble?
6: Anyway. I don't want take a sloppy seconds.
4: Anyway, so questions, please. Oh, yeah. <sighs> okay, the next question that we have is also from Jake the Army Guy. Hmm. Uh Reading the heat is one of my favorite raunchy stories on the site. What made you want to write something so saucy?
6: Uh, in this case, this was definitely one of those. This is a really shitty fan fiction. I could write a better story with this idea, and it kind of, <laughs> but I feel that. <laughs> but I will admit, in years past, I struggled with the ending because it did feel very unfair to Spike. And uh, unfortunately, it's not until recently that I kind of hit upon the perfect idea that would have actually made a good story, well, I mean, an okay story, that people enjoy it at least, into a much better story that I really want to redo, but I've, I've still yet to figure out a way. I've got time travel, and it ends with the concept of Spike going off on adventures with the Doctor in Twilight, drink. And he'll come back older, so Rarity won't go to jail for tapping that. Why didn't I just have a future spike show up at the very end with the implied orgy? Ugh. Hindsight. It's twenty twenty. Speaking of twenty twenty. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh god set of questions
4: are from RK Striker JK5. You guys are so worried. Trust me, it's fine. <laughs> Number one, what's your favorite
6: non-MLP franchise? Uh God, I've got... Uh, if I had to pick, I figure... The DC Animated Universe by Bruce Timm.
5: Because
6: oh. I've written most of my stuff with that as a framework for it. Because DC Comics is kind of a dumpster fire. And mm-hmm. has been for a while.
2: But I mean... Batman the Animated series is one of the greatest animated shows. Oh god, yes. I I love
6: it. I love it. I mean, my only complaint is that it didn't have more, but you know, but that's the that's good because if that's the only complaint you have about a series that it didn't that it wasn't longer, that it didn't do more, then that means it was a really fucking awesome series. And it was. Yes. And, And I love Justice League Unlimited. I also love Batman Beyond. Uh, though I admit most of my writing, I tend to put, make that an alternate timeline just to give myself more options. I mean, I, uh, I hate comic book universes that just, take this is a definitive future. So it's, it's like the, the problem with the, the X-Men Days of Future Past thing. It's like, okay, so everyone, every hero we've ever loved and known is going to die horribly in a robot apocalypse. Thanks.
3: Master Wayne, it appears you've won a million dollar sweepstakes. That's nice.
6: Yeah, put in the put in my piggy bank.
4: Jeez. Number two, I know you've done non MLP stuff, so I'll dispense with my usual follow-up question. What is your favorite MLP piece that you've done? Non MLP. Non
2: MLP piece.
6: Ah, well, honestly, uh. I think it's probably uh, Detox, a Star Trek Voyager fanfic I wrote. Ooh. Basically, I mean, uh, the thing is, I have a love hate relationship with Star Trek Voyager because when it was good, it was really, really good. I mean, you know, amazing. I feel but bad. when it was bad, it was, oh my God, it was so horrible. It was such a disservice to, the, to, to intelligent thought. But most of the time, it was just kind of mediocre and, and didn't make a lot of sense. So I thought, i got to figure out an explanation for why this happens. You know, I don't want it to just be bad writing. What could be more creative? And then I thought, Neelix.
2: Oh, no. What have you done?
6: No, no, no. It's, it's actually not his <laughs> fault intentionally.
2: Okay. I mean, Jesus. Okay. okay. What, what? I, 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 I,
6: I, don't, I don't have the, the whole kill the hedgehog mentality that a lot of other people do. I, there are occasions where Neelix was written so that his actor got a chance to shine as the character, you know. I just thought, what if there was, what if he had unintent, uh, basically the Talaxians produce pheromones that cause other races to kind of go insane, kind of go crazy, makes them high. And all the species in the local space of, of the Delta Quadrant had become immune to it over time. But of course, humans and other people from the Alpha Quadrant had it. And I thought, you know, maybe that would help help explain the, all the craziness, like going past warp 10 and turning into amphibians or all the other weird stuff.
2: So, oh, amphibia, got it. Anyway. Yeah,
6: you know, <laughs> that one. And, but yeah, I think it's my favorite stuff because, yeah, I take the piss out of Voyager, but I also, but it's I made it as an affectionate parody of what it could have been. And yeah, I, I take some inspiration from those people who did have a bit of hate them, but I twist it because I do like the show. It's, all the problems are just the execution. Again, same, same, same thing I've, I've lived by my whole life when it comes to creativity. It's, never, it's very rarely the idea, it's always the execution. And I think, and it was honestly probably the, one of the most fun things I ever got to write. And again, but again, if I had to choose one, I think I would go with that. And um, I definitely recommend you check it out. If I'm not tooting my horn too much, where? Can, more.
4: where can they check it out? So if it's not MLP and it's not on Fanfiction. Where could they check it out?
6: Uh, fanfiction.net on my profile.
4: Heck yes! Thank you, my friend.
3: Don't make me go back to Fanfiction.net. You going to I
6: know. I know. It's 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 a uh, it's a den of scum and ruining I don't disagree.
4: Until Nighty gets his shit together. I love you, Nighty. Please don't ban me. Um yep. and does Genfic, like it's it's kind of the best that we have, really.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yay, Genfic, get there faster, Nighty, please.
0: Please. please. <laughs> yeah, I need more. We're just, get, we're just gonna
2: get like a billion anime fix right up front. If, I, if I, that, if, if Nighty if does Genfic, I promise you, cross my heart, the first thing I will do is just write awful slash fiction between Balto and Simba, all right? That's what <laughs> I will do. I, I wanna read this! I promise <laughs> you on my honor, I will do this, Nighty. Please do this for me. Anyway, what we got next?
4: Number three. I'm going to try to do the voice here. I'm sorry. Do your no. best. What is your name? Andrew J. Talon what is your quest i seek the grail what is the airspeed velocity of an unlinked doodloo when fired from a trebuchet
6: a trebuchet
7: or a catapult
4: i don't know Ah! we did a bit we did we did the thing all right our comics is up next and i would be absolutely rude if I didn't have Enigma, read all of his words that Enigma doesn't know.
1: Okay. <laughs> Enigma, okay, would you what? please?
3: Give me a second. I'm dealing with the child.
2: Uh, oh. tell, tell the child we say hello, but I understand. You can always give it to Flam. Hey, hey child. Oh, the, well. well, you know what? Then yeah, I'm no. gonna
4: hand. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna hand hand it to Flam for his dulcet
0: tones. My excuse me, my what?
2: Your dulcet Your sexy tones. voice. Your dulcet yes. tones. <laughs> dulcet. dulcet.
0: Welcome to the cum zone. Um,
5: uh,
4: this sorry, is a I've been
2: here I for a while. made a wrong.
4: mistake. I'm sorry, pencil. Uh, um,
2: Clam, please read the questions. Please just read Archonics' questions. Please just yes, read the questions. Yes, Clam. I'm aware thank you, thank you don't
0: want to be in the cum zone anymore. So, you. Thank you. Right, thank
2: we should move you.
0: on to the questions. So, chronics asks, I can't think of any bean-related questions with lots of pointless, pointlessly large words. So, mm. what's your opinion on donkeys? Do you even have one? If not, why
6: not? Um, they exist, and I don't because they're donkeys. Valid. So, yeah, there we go. Okay. I I,
0: I say that's valid. Thank you. Uh, when you wrote Progress, what was going through your mind? And what did you think of the subsequent characterization Luna was given on the show?
6: Well, at the time, I was actually uh, away on uh, for the summer break between semesters on a uh, job with um, for on contract. And I was kind of, for the first time, uh, doing field survey for... A uh, wind power plant. Anyway, that that job kind of collapsed when the company in question was found to have been embezzling huge amounts of federal funds. So oh I, that. but uh, but the point, of, but the main point is that I was basically alone on my own for what felt like the first time. Like actually, you know, in a cheap hotel, getting up every day to go and do a job. You know, mm. out in the middle of nowhere, in some place I'd never been before, and I felt. You know, kind of lost and alone, and I guess I just kind of connected with with Luna, with how confused and isolated I was, and I decided I'd at least kind of turn that into into a story, and that's kind of where the genesis of the idea came, and that I felt very much like I had been, like uh, like it was a whole new world, because a thousand years, the, there's the saying that the past is a different country. Well, that. That's very, much for, for, that was, that's very much for Luna. As for her subsequent characterization, I thought, in a lot of ways, it was good. And it kind of hit, hit the nose on the head. It hit the head on the nose, whatever. But you know what I'm trying to
1: say. Mm.
6: Anyway, right. I got that. But I felt that there was a lot more that they could have done with it in some areas. I mean, not. I mean, getting into messy politics is not something you can do in a a cartoon show, ostensibly for little girls. Fine, but having her have to get friends of her own and other things like that, and maybe exploring a bit. The I mean, the basic reasons for her going evil and being consumed by Nightmare Moon is out of jealousy of her sister, and out of. You know, there's a lot more you could tap into that. Heck, maybe at, maybe have her confront Celestia about why is she always the secondary one? Why doesn't she have her own palace? Why doesn't she have her own duties in the realm, aside from simply managing the world of dreams? And, you know, work through that, something like that. But overall, I'm actually pretty satisfied with, with things, though, again, as for the ending, I feel like her retiring with Celestia was probably a mistake. Having Luna have to take up the the role of the elder of the elder diarchs and have to guide Twilight would have been much more interesting in my mind.
0: Right. I have a, I have a feeling though, like, and again, this is just the uh, slight alternate universe and slight beyond uh, beyond the realm of the show thoughts thinking here but she would probably be the one to most likely get into like you know exploratory mischief now that she's got nothing else to do (laughs) yeah like i could see her like going into like old ass castles or like getting into shit she shouldn't be because she has the time now
6: yeah i I, I just see that of her i'm i'm actually a big fan of the um idw uh comics and i like how they give the i mean in the show luna and celeste are not the main characters so they got a oftentimes get wharfed, the wharf effect, and that happens. But in the comics, they show that, you know, before they established a peaceful equestrian kingdom, they were badasses. They went and charged in and fought monsters and got treasure and went on adventures and stuff like that. So I can easily see them loving going back to that after retirement, you know, because after a couple of centuries, ruling a kingdom after you've been, you know, high octane, adrenaline rush all that time, is probably really, really boring. So I I wouldn't have minded them going a bit more with that. But again, the limitations of the medium and the show itself. But the comics were a little more flexible. That's why I still like those. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense.
0: And uh, honestly, part of me wishes that they would do a continuation series where it just shows what the princesses are up to, doing interesting shit while Equestria is peacefully managed by Twilight. Uh, they're
6: trying to
0: but, handle their retirement. Yeah, and I, I have a feeling they're just not handling retirement after
6: like six months. Like, yeah, it's like after six months, they're just like, okay, we got to go find a monster to fight. Yeah, or
7: what, <laughs> one of them
3: takes
0: up flying random story idea where suddenly they come into relevance again. They just. Put a coup d'état and took over another country, and now they're just ruling again, like nothing happened. <laughs> I could, I could just see that. Twilight's like, um, it's like, yeah, they need
6: a leader. Fuck it. Yeah, so I'm many
2: ju- drinks, so many drinks. We need to keep up. Everybody have your drinks. <laughs> <laughs>
6: I'm actually, I'm actually working on a concept in one of my fix where they have, they decide they, they, every so often they pretend that the kingdom has been conquered by someone they trust, and then they can go on a vacation. And then, <laughs> and then, I, and then I, <laughs> That's a yeah.
0: good concept. I like that.
6: Yeah, and then afterwards they just have well, in this case it'll be Shepard the human who has been possessed by evil. And of course, in reality it's just, he will be managing and doing the bureaucracy for a couple of weeks while they go off and have fun. Uh, well, that's, a, that's what happens when you're a knight of Equestria. You're called up for duty. Yeah. Right. Alrighty, yeah. Sense. Already, the human is like, I knew it was too good to be true. This is not like an isekai. It's like, yeah.
3: well, I see a, I see a scenario. is like, like Princess Luna Celestia, what are you doing here in Las Vegas? Shouldn't you, be, shouldn't you be locked up in Tartarus?
7: Like, yeah. uh, we are under a spell. We
6: do not know who we are. Who are you? <laughs> it exactly? Why don't we have some drinks while we figure this out?
0: Exactly. Yes. and uh when in doubt booze booze, always.
5: booze.
0: speaking yeah. of booze and drinking do you have any non riding
6: hobbies actually um fair amount i don't drink a lot of alcohol because of medication issues but i do love a good hard cider and wheat beer um so i'm a bit of kind of sort of that i like to travel i actually went on a vacation to las vegas uh, most of, it, most of the casinos are closed, but that means there are lots of weird little side uh, tourist attractions open, like a uh, Museum of Burlesque, a uh, Pinball Hall of Fame, the National Atomic Testing Museum, which is pretty cool. You yeah, got a mock up. That's these. great. That's a great place. Oh, yeah, it I is. Like yeah, I love their mock up of the first atomic bomb. That was pretty cool. And they have a fallout bomb model there too. That's pretty Is Do you know if the body
0: exhibit is still open? I think it is, yeah. In the Luxor?
6: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it it is. Um, They moved the King Tut exhibit from the Luxor to the Las Vegas Natural History Museum, which I actually do have, and I have seen. Because, again, uh, COVID, everything's closed. Um, I love to hike. I enjoy reading lots and lots of books. Um, I went to school for anthropology. I had hopes of becoming a professor in history or something. I'm just kind of a history nerd. Um, Mm -hmm. Archaeology and other things like that. Uh, I like to to weightlift. I've been working on weightlifting. And I'm learning country line dancing, which is interesting.
0: Damn, getting getting your hands in a bunch of different pies there.
7: Oh,
6: yeah. I used to play the violin, too. I'm thinking about getting back into that.
0: Excellent. Sounds yeah. fun. Um uh, on that note I think I think we we're just about an hour in, so pencil is it ad time?
2: It's a, it's ad time. Priest, are you ready?
0: Oh no, he had to drop. Uh he yeah, had not, to drop he's, for he's a potential emergency. Head. But oh, okay. um, at any um, rate, um, um Yeah, ad time uh let's see, uh hey uh hey pencil.
2: Hey, what, Flam?
0: Uh, did you know that, uh, if you donate to us, we don't go to the cum zone?
2: Really? I thought we were always in the cum zone, Flam.
0: (sighs) No, we are not, because the the quivering clit and the double-jointed pussy do not belong to Red Wings Horse Sanctuary, where we sponsor our horse little bit. He is a lovely little bit, if you catch my drift, and donating to us via bits on Twitch, uh, directly to us, uh, wherever the fuck, I honestly, I honestly don't know where else it's donated, but it goes straight to the caring of the horses, he gets his manicures, he gets all his, uh, his hoof jobs, diggity, yes. and he gets his, uh, whole, he gets his wheat blow, and he gets to suck on a lamp, on a post until, he hopefully doesn't burst his stomach.
2: That's, that's, so, uh, that's correct. Um, and there are several ways to donate to us. Did you know that, Glenn?
0: I didn't. And you're you and they don't accept come right?
2: No, no. Please don't send come to Red Wings Horse Sanctuary. <laughs> okay. um, what you can do is you can donate us bits. Uh, you can get bits for free. If you click on the little lower, dot, lower right-hand corner of your screen on Twitch, there's a little diamond. You click Get Bits. Then you click Watch an Ad. Uh, watch a short ad. Any bits you get you can donate to us and they become real money for us uh we we are and then we donate that money directly to red wings horse sanctuary you can also donate donate through our patreon um you can also donate directly to red wings horse sanctuary if you're not comfortable donating to us and it's great alex isn't in the chat right now so we can't give you our website but it's awesome i think it's like the let me see it's the bar the hut is it? They probably think that's it. No, that is not it. If you go to the broadcast.com, it's just a sad little kitten. Cool. Yeah. Um,
6: um, oh, may I make a shout out to a charity, if that's all right?
2: Uh, go right ahead. What's your charity?
6: Thank you. Um, meals of Gratitude. Uh, meals of Gratitude provides uh, free meals for firefighters and other first responders, especially those fighting the California wildfires. Um, it would be very. I would appreciate it very much if anyone could give a little extra money to them. You can donate at MealsOfGratitude.org, just to give a little extra. Just there's nothing quite like a good home cooked meal for someone who's been working hard. Take it for me. So, yeah, a little a little uh, gratitude would not be would not go amiss. That is again MealsOfGratitude.org. Hooray!
5: Hooray!
0: Huzzah! And uh, check them out, or I dub the Margaret Thatcher the cum snatcher.
2: Uh...
3: Oh, God. some the silicon mold of little bits, little bits.
2: Okay, that's enough of that. Are we able to give the mic back over to Priestify now? My
4: I time know. has come. I am taking I, this microphone. The
0: time has am... come, and so have I.
2: Oh, no. Sweet
4: note, we're moving out of the cum zone and into effervescent equine. That wasn't meant to be sexual. I'm sorry. Number one, if you could turn a game into a show, which one would you
6: choose? Huh. Um, Bioshock. Oh, God.
4: It would be like a reality TV show where someone just lives in Rapture.
6: Uh, that or kind of a a stylized, serialized oh, drama. I see what I you're saying. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: It's like a real show priest, not like a. Re- Why did you jump to reality show priest? What?
5: My mind's oh, in a reality.
4: weird place. Oh, <laughs>
6: Clearly. What?
3: they build a fucking city underwater just for fucking like oh the new season of Jersey Shore is underwater
6: well on the plus side that might mean that they would all die horribly thanks to mutants so
1: you know I mean or you could make it like lost
6: um confusing disappointing and (laughs) long to (laughs) Abrams career Hmm.
4: speaking of being lost on to the next question Vice versa, if you could turn a show into a video game, which one would you choose?
6: Um, I would have to say uh, um, I've always wanted a really good Babylon 5 video game, and I feel really dipped that we never got one. Please tell me I'm not the only Babylon 5 fan here. I never Um,
4: got into it, but I I do have it on my short
2: list. Not fond myself, but that's okay. I respect it. Some people just enjoy that.
6: Fair enough. Well, yeah. Oh, right. No, go ahead.
4: Now it's time for questions from our favorite resident uh, Englishman, Alex <laughs> underscore. Hi, what are some smells that make you feel good? Alex, stop being gross.
6: <laughs> well, it, it, I actually, well, I, you can't go wrong with the nice smell of blueberry muffins being cooked in the oven, I think. Oh, yeah. Yes.
4: There is
3: what about
6: come? No, not really.
4: There's one
3: smell that takes me back to nostalgia land, and it's the smell of Crayola crayons.
6: Ooh, that's pretty nice too, actually.
2: Enigma, just because you ate them doesn't mean you should be sniffing them like that. The
3: blue ones are my favorite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, the old cafeteria pizza.
4: Oh, the squares. Like you know,
0: you know what you know what probably gave you ass cancer, but.
2: I mean, no. We we got round table delivered instead of that ass pizza. What the so. hell, <laughs> yeah! Man.
1: I mean, at mine, the cheese was so rubbery they used to roll them up into balls and bounce them off the wall. Oh yeah, oh. I did <laughs> Let
3: me unlock a core memory for all of you pizza bagels.
2: Ooh, I is do that, a... how is that a core memory? Uh, I eat I eat those bitches regularly. Like they good, bro. I like
3: bagels.
4: pizza bagels. Up next, what do you do if you can't sleep?
6: Um, sometimes I get up and walk around, I try to avoid staring at screens because you know that's just gonna make your brain stay awake longer. Again, info overload. Our poor, poor hominid brains were never designed to take this much information into our heads and uh, our technology is evolving faster than our biology. But that's honestly probably the cause of most of our problems. But, yeah, I get up, I walk around, or I listen to soft music, something kind of relaxing. I'm a big fan of classical music growing up playing it. Or uh, stuff by Pogo. Yeah, have you heard of him?
4: I can't I've say I've heard of Pogo. Hmm.
6: Yeah, I like it. It's pretty, pretty cool, pretty slow and uh, mellow.
4: Up next, what is the most magical interaction that you've ever had with an animal?
7: Uh, Honestly,
6: I would say. hmm, Well, uh, basically, I had a I once had a utility worker job that was really really stressing me out and making me miserable. You know, ten hour mandatory days, having to drive everywhere and. Check things that might not even exist, wander around in the fields until you finally figure something out. And uh, well, I was kind of miserable in some place out in the middle of nowhere, some happy dog just kind of loped up and, you know, wag- wagging his tail and just kind of looked at me and dropped a stick in front, of my, in front of me. And I just kind of tossed it. And he went, he got it, he came back. And we did this for a while. And soon I was laughing. And honestly, it was just the kind of thing I really needed. At that time, nice little pickup. Right. Then again, could have just been a dog because that's that's what dog do. You, they are actually our best friends after all.
4: <laughs> Correct. Next question: What is the worst thing that you've ever had in your mouth?
6: Hmm. Apologies. Jesus Christ! Turn your phone <laughs> off. We're <laughs> being a professional podcast right now.
4: What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you?
1: Professional in the comes on, are we?
7: What? The no, worst thing that you've ever had in your mouth.
1: Uh.
6: I went down on this girl once.
7: Whoa!
2: Said, <laughs> Interesting. Do you go on?
6: Hold on. Let's hear the context of this. Uh, it was a hookup after a nightclub, and yeah, uh, I guess I been feeling a little depressed. But you know, this girl came on to me, and I thought, "What the hell?" You know, I, look, I was twenty. I was, you're dumb, okay? You are, you are always dumb at twenty. We we might as well use Hobbit rules for when you actually become an adult, which means you're not actually an adult until you're thirty, and even then, it's yeah, there's limits. Mm-hmm. Was and this I,
7: or after she brought you the stick? <laughs> uh,
6: after
2: yeah just oh fucking
6: Christ okay I just say you know late night hookup was not enjoyable and I made my excuses and escaped
2: sometimes you got to especially when you're going yeah. for one night stands it's it's life yeah. M- mama always said one night stands are like a box of chocolates you never gonna know what's going to be in your mouth yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, but you kind of do know they give you the tit they give you the thing that tells you which what, what each piece is. Yeah. You think
2: that when the lights are off,
0: you dunno, Flam. Trust yeah, me. It starts it expanding okay, yeah. see, like that, I like that better. Mama Mama said like life's like a box of chocolates. Don't eat when it's dark.
4: <laughs> oh god.
7: <laughs> Moving
4: on, the questions from Seton. Number one. What is your favorite meal, snack, or food stuff that's really unhealthy, but it's just
7: so good.
6: Um, Doritos, Nacho cheesier, and Oreos. You get a family pack of those and I'm polishing it off in a day. It's just gonna happen, it's just gonna happen. I'm just gonna ask, where did, where did my Doritos, where did my Oreos go? And I'm gonna like, you know where they went. Okay, damn it, you do this every time. What do you think is gonna happen when you buy them?
3: Why don't you I- just find them to make the Orito?
6: I can't, I can't.
0: Grind them uh, around, we- grind them around the rim of a, of um, of a Mountain Dew margarita, a Dewarita. Yeah, I don't go that far into the thing.
6: Besides, Mountain Dew is kind of gross.
2: Thank you. Just and, get the
3: cookie filling and put it between two pieces of Doritos. Uh, yeah,
6: some some tastes just aren't meant to be combined in, until they're actually in your stomach. But will it blend? Yeah.
7: <sighs> What's the next one? The next
4: one is: What is the biggest or weir- weirdest fear that you have?
6: Hmm. I don't know. I feel like it just comes off as kind of lame.
2: Do you have Do you have normy fears? Is that what it
6: is? Yes. Sadly, I'm finding that I'm far more normal than I thought I was, except mm. in a few key ways. Mm. It's weird.
2: So what is what is your big, big weirdest fear then?
6: Um, uh, I guess after, uh, sometimes it's more just a matter of, uh, I don't know, just normal stuff. Like, am I going senile because I forgot this one little detail that I was so bored with? I just kind of dropped it off. Oh wait. Now I remember.
2: Or, yeah, I get
5: that.
6: <laughs> that's a very real fear. Yeah. Honestly, like, like growing up, you know, I, I'd already been through the worst day of my life with my mom dying of cancer when I was eight. So, honestly, like, a lot of, like, there are some kids who are afraid of clowns. I was like, why? Okay. I've had nightmares of my mom coming back as a zombie. You know, fuck you. Ooh,
2: ooh, yeah, like, that, no, that, that's a weird fear. That's yeah, a weird yeah. fear. There you go. Sure.
6: <laughs> now,
0: yeah. do you guys remember a couple years ago when in the South people were dressing up like clowns in forests and stalking people? Oh yeah, that...
4: God, I I remember that!
0: I applaud those people for their dedication. Like, no one got hurt, but it made the news because people were actually starting to get freaked out. I
5: think this happened...
0: uh, Didn't this come uh, out just like, just after, uh, or just before the uh, remake of It? Yeah, I think it was, yeah, around that time.
4: God, that feels like a 2020 headline.
6: Eh. Look, we're not due for the zombie apocalypse until the end of the year, so just hold your... your Hold your horses.
4: Yeah, we still have three more catastrophes until then. Number
2: five. Three. Anyway,
4: what makes writing worthwhile to you? Uh,
6: essentially the idea that I've made someone laugh or happy or thoughtful, or maybe even made them cry. Just getting an emotional reaction out of somebody. I again, I keep uh, when I first heard this, I thought maybe I can use my writing to eventually be know make it into a job you know but then i actually met some actual real life writers and they described how difficult that was and you know all the things like that mm, i'm not ready for that yet maybe i'll just be like george R. R. martin and just start making money off of my writing late in life or something but above all else i I also like the community. I mean, I meet other people who are writers. My, hell, my discord is basically dedicated to people working together to try and write and put things together, be creative together, explore new ideas together, and find new ways of giving people the weirdest boner together.
7: And
6: again, I've made some of my best friends just writing weird, random stuff on the internet. Mm-hmm. So it's very much a because per- it gives me a community. It gives me a purpose, and it lets me make people happy. So I'm, I'm satisfied with that, honestly. Awesome. Uh,
4: next question. Why is bagged milk the best milk?
6: Because um, it feels like a boob. Much see,
2: like that's the that, only want. reasonable explanation I can see for it. So I, I, I appreciate that.
4: Yeah.
3: Wasn't there some new discovery or some other bag thing they have in Canada?
4: i'm scared now i don't i don't know when i
0: posted the bagged eggs
2: no we're not gonna talk about the bagged eggs we're not talking talking about the bagged eggs okay you gotta eat all the eggs we're not talking about (laughs) bagged eggs (laughs) anymore
4: number four what is your one (laughs) annoying habit andrew something that other people do that drives you up the wall or something you do that drives people crazy
6: for me, just one? I have to pick one? <laughs> yes, just one. There can yeah. only be one. All right. Uh, the fact that I don't really, that I lose interest in, in things fast if things get boring. I mean, I try very hard not to look like I'm being bored. It's just My brain is just like, there's got to be something more interesting going on somewhere else. And then I kind of just kind of wander. My brain just, my eyes just kind of wander. I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. That's whatever you said for you. That's, that's one habit. Ah, so so that's, that's why the that... date went poorly. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> Other reasons I have been involved.
3: That's also what you're thinking right now during this entire podcast, right? There must be something else more interesting to do.
6: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Okay. Yay. I mean, I only got three other jan- oh, three other windows open, so I'm good. Oh, damn! <laughs> Shit. We're adequate.
4: Yay! Oh. Number five. What is the theme song for your sex life? This is very important. Uh, Please don't be very... by myself.
6: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Horse with no name by America. <laughs>
2: oh, <no. laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I've about this, and I want answers to none of them. Oh my god! I
3: I think I finally realized what mine would be.
2: What Uh, would it be, Enigma? You
3: guys ever played Fallout New Vegas?
2: Yes. Big Iron. No! (laughs) No, that doesn't suit you at all.
6: Of course, given my predilection for Asian girls, it may just well be big in Japan. So,
4: you know. Wonderful. Number six. Do you watch anime by chance? Yes. What are your favorites?
6: Uh, oh, God, we're going to be here all night. <laughs> okay. Basically, anything by Miyazaki for films, as well as Redline, which is an awesome movie, regardless of whether or not you're an anime fan or not. It is like Wacky Races meets Guardians of the Galaxy. And uh, it is literally the last fully hand-drawn animated movie ever made. Check it out. It's awesome. You'll like it. I guarantee it.
4: By, like, a major motion picture studio? or Yes. Yeah, okay.
6: Redline. Redline. Redline.
1: Check it out. It's, it's... No, I, I, swear, oh, I swear. I've seen Redline. I oh, God. It's, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. That is legit the only movie that gives me an adrenaline rush mm-hmm. from the beginning to the end. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> oh. and um as for series again lots
6: of stuff it's, uh, it's very very mainstream My Hero Academia Naruto through part 1 mm-hmm. uh maybe a bit of Ranma like, I don't know again some series are I like the ideas and then the execution just gets to the point where I'm like fuck this <sighs> What about Boku
0: no Pikachu?
2: No! We're not doing this, Flam! <laughs> on okay,
6: no! I've never watched it, and as for Pokemon, I stopped watching it when I got out of high school, actually well before that.
0: I think Ash finally became a Pokemon master.
6: Yeah, no, no. No, he is still an immortal 10-year-old slurping the life juices from his female companions.
2: Truth. Implying he ever lays a hand on either of those girls no matter how much they ask for it. Fuck's sake, man. There's like
6: four different girls and
4: all of them are underage. Moving on.
2: That was a great pause. I'm sorry. And all of them are underage. Moving (laughs) on.
4: (laughs) Muggity is up next. How is your day?
6: Um, like any other day. The earth once again turned on its axis, so I can't complain about that.
4: Fair enough. How is your our day? My what?
7: How is you's, our day? So let me try saying it in a different way. How
4: is his uses ours's days? Did
7: he write this
6: while he was drunk? He needs
0: a bondulance.
4: <laughs> how are day?
6: Also you skip Seton's uh, seventh question.
4: Oh god damn it. I'm so bad. It's an important, at life. It's an important I'm one. So bad at life. Okay, I'm sorry, Seton. number 7. How big is your porn stash? Uh, what's <laughs> the
6: biggest number you can think of?
4: Terabytes. Multiple terabytes.
6: Yeah, that's almost
4: big enough. Oh
0: god.
6: Yeah, I am a lonely man. I'm not gonna not gonna What's it all filled with though? What
2: like wait, how, what how come? It's of full of cum flam! How did you know, come cum zone? Fun. Oh
6: Honestly, so that's the cum if, zone. If I'm honest, I'm I'm rather white a bit white bread. a bit traditional, conservative in what I like sexually speaking. I don't know. I guess i get more into the psychological aspects of things rather than the physical aspects of things.
3: So it's just a, picture, a bunch of pictures of people underneath the covers.
2: I'm
7: I not no, Mormon. I'm,
2: I'm, I'm guessing they, you like ye old-fashioned Peener and Virginia. Am I yeah, right? Yeah,
6: pretty much. Okay. I bet you like holding hands, you degenerate. Basically, yes. I'd She's also like to know my name and say it. Pressure cook my greasy okay. balls.
2: Let's be clear. You want a woman to say your name centrally in bed because people say, "Oh yeah, say my name." And one of these times, I just want the woman to go like in their mom voice, like Andrew.
0: <laughs> <laughs> say my name, Reginald.
6: Well, if you're doing it for me. Maybe if you said it more in a friendly way, like we're sharing an ice cream cone and we're at the beach and we're looking at the waves come in.
2: I mean, if you're sitting there like say my name. it's like Andrew. <laughs> so
6: no,
0: not just that. When you say when you say say it like your mom would say it, your your first, middle, and last name.
2: <laughs> yes, the full, the full name. The full name. And say it like they're scolding you. I mean, some people Andrew are into that. Joshua Talon.
0: Yeah,
6: that, that doesn't do it for
0: me. You Again, come here right now.
4: God, no no! <laughs> hard pass. We're moving on <laughs> We're moving to a much more wholesome question. Muggy me asks who is your furry crush? Oh
6: Hmm. Okay. I have two. Yeah. Two who turn me in on to the possibility of furry women. So you can blame gadget. <gasps> good oh, good. That's, that's, a
2: cl- that's a classic. That's a classic. Yes. Oh, very fair. Again,
6: really I am. I am old. I am old. Let's just go You're with that. Fine.
2: You're doing fine, kiddo.
6: And Callie Briggs from really? SWAT. Sp-
2: really? Yeah. Hell yeah. Interesting. Nice twist. Okay. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm I'd not judging. I probably like
6: both of them, though. But you know, sacrifice. I mean, Made for
2: love what i'm hearing is like very humanoid faces with little button noses and ears out of long flowing hair
6: well yeah i like the the face is probably the biggest thing when it comes to attraction for me
2: so like kitty girls are more your thing compared to like the long nosed like fox girls and stuff like that oh
6: well, yeah everyone likes the fox girls i i just uh, or a dog girl there just aren't many of those for some reason i don't know why
2: there are a lot of dog girls. Where have you been looking? There are so many. Woo!
6: Apparently, in the wrong places.
2: Yeah, I can send you some shit. Let me know. Okay. Cool.
6: All right.
4: And now, for our last half hour, I'm going to hand the reins off to Flam.
7: Okay. Sounds
0: like a plan. Uh, you have. Uh, you dropping off right now, Priest? Uh, yes.
4: I'm going to listen for a few more
0: minutes and then I'm going to drop. It.
2: He, All he right, go we'll, we'll send you to.
0: off away from the
6: come zone. is yes. that with the king zone?
2: What what was that? What was that? what was that to our guest who said something important? Yes, guest.
6: Uh, thank you very much, priest. It was a it's a pleasure to actually meet you for, uh, well, not face to face, but avatar to avatar. Let's go with that.
4: It's a pleasure to talk to you, hands to hands.
6: Gross. oh, uh, gross. <laughs> will you watch? Will you watch them? Watch them first
4: with hand sanitizer.
6: Eh, that'll do.
4: <laughs>
6: that'll do, Pig. But that'll thank you, do.
4: thank you, definitely for your time, Andrew. It's a pleasure meeting you. Oh,
6: no, no, uh, pleasure was all mine. Thank you very much.
0: Alrighty, so then, in that case, we move on to Ravage's questions. And Ravage, did you want to read yours?
1: Sure. Right. Yes, yeah, do it. <laughs> all right. So starting off with me, I guess. We'll do it. <clears throat> Which puss is the best puss?
6: Hmm. Honestly, I always figure that Pinkie Pie would have the most tricks up her uh,
0: sleeve. <laughs> she and suddenly she just shoots <laughs> confetti. Like she's the only
3: one. Also party,
6: also.
3: She's the yeah. only one also whose body can like elongate and
6: stretch. Yeah, that or Princess Luna and Princess Celestia because they have been around for a long time. Implications, ooh. Hmm. Nothing
0: excites them anymore. So they're <laughs> Years it's
6: I, figure to... they just, I figure they just go through cycles, like cycles of utter depravity where they get bored and then they want to go back to wholesome and then they do wholesome for a while, they get bored and go back to utter depravity. I,
2: what? That's Millennium. called menstruation, kids. I,
3: I <laughs> like the idea that they went their entire millenniums just doing dirty shit, and they never heard of under the covers. <laughs>
2: there
1: you go. Okay. Uh, and people yelling at him: "Get a tarp!"
2: <laughs> ooh. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Making oh. eye contact during would <laughs> be like that freaking meme image I've got around somewhere. I came! That's nice. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Alright, our next question. Is a horn job the best job? I don't know. I imagine it'd feel kind of tingly. Some people might not do that. Like,
3: I like, imagine it would wow. be like battery acid. Like, it starts burning.
6: Mm, only if they're mad at you. Which is probably why it's best to be careful when you date a unicorn or an alicorn. So no hate fucking got it. Well, possibly. I'm not ruling really an mm. hour.
0: Imagine you're giving her a horn job and then you just leave the room and come back with oven mitts.
2: Oh, yeah. Our mayor's out
0: there, what would you do?
2: <laughs>
0: it's like it's like the alternate to that question is like, ladies, what if he's going down on you he just stops, gets up, comes back with a salt shaker?
2: Um, I can tell you right now, I would punch him directly in the face, because if somebody <laughs> put salt on my lady parts, that would hurt, and I do not want that. Fuck you. Yep.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. Oh, how many, uh, goddamn, I fucking can't type today. How many time do you praise Celestia? Um...
6: I'm actually not a big fan of that game series, so I don't really do much of that. You don't, you don't praise Celestia. Nah, eh, the sun's the sun. It's going to be here for another five billion years. It's not going anywhere.
3: And when it goes, it'll take us with it.
6: Uh, that's why. Well, that's always that's the universe's way of saying, "How's that warp drive coming along?"
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> are, are we are we going to use the rule that you uh the time you give them is you know much later so that it looks like you're a hero when you finish early? Um, I mean, that's sure. Funny.
6: I guess. I don't know. I'm kind of lost in innuendo land.
1: I need a map. <laughs> I guess, well, I mean, warp drives are pretty fucking useless the way that we've designed them so far, so we're going to have to do portals. Yeah. Wink, wink. Now you're thinking with portals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. If not her, then Luna. I like them both, but it's kind of weird. As time went on, I loved Luna
6: for being vulnerable and relating to her very easily. Uh, then, But t- as time went on, I began to relate more to Celestia. Maybe it's just because I'm getting old and I have more responsibilities.
1: I mean, I'll just say it right up front. I like them for different reasons. To me, Celestia is more of a mother figure, and Luna is more like a... Oni chan?
6: Which one of your motherfuckers said it?
2: Oni chan, my bad. One chan, and One. <laughs> one chan, yes.
6: fuck off. We probably made that pun at least once.
2: I've um, never made the pun before, and I'm so happy you've given me the opportunity to do. So.
6: Awesome. This is not cum zone worthy. But yes. Yeah, <laughs> in either case,
1: I do like them both for different reasons. All right. Why is the moonlight better than the sunlight? Moonlight is just reflected sunlight. That is heresy. Yeah. And disproven in MLP anyways.
7: Yeah.
6: How much? Huh? Oh, that's kind of why I I tried to expand Luna's skill set a bit in some of my fix. Since she was originally intended to be a lunar deity, I gave her a couple of other things, like dealing with uh, the land of the dead, winter, and other things like that.
2: I bet you'd expand her skill set. Yeah. She
3: also controls the motion of the ocean. Yes.
1: Expand (laughs) skill set. Okay. All those salty waves. All right. (laughs) How much thick... Is too
6: thick. Hmm. When you get to Rosie O'Donnell, not not including the personality, that's too thick. Hmm.
2: Uh, so and you're inter- you're, you're saying you're saying the space like in her head here that's too thick because God knows she is.
6: <laughs> yeah, you got you got to balance. It. It's like the body. It's it's all a note. It's all balance. The boobs. Don't have to be huge, as long as the legs and the ass and you know the face and the hair are long and beautiful.
2: Okay, 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 okay. okay. This is an excellent example of common usage, children, because Sorry. the way you put it is if if the ass and the legs and the face and the hair are all long on and beautiful.
6: Oh yeah, okay. It's like well, our uncle Jacks off a horse. You just described Turk.
2: It's ass is long. Oh, man.
6: Okay, okay. Mental commas commas from now on.
2: No, no, I I love it. I'm sorry. I don't mean to poke fun at you. It was just, I just imagined Uh, this woman with, like, like a sagging face and this ass down.
1: No, no, no. no, flam, flam. It's long, long mare. I don't
2: Uh,
6: know. Long, cool Uh. woman in a...
2: Long dri-
6: yeah, that That's fine.
2: Yeah, I, I get this, I get it. I get it. We had, had...
6: White
0: Putin get ready for Long Rosie.
2: I'm sorry. I interrupted. Please continue.
7: <laughs> Go, ahead. Go ahead. Ravioli. All
1: right. Do you play Warframe? <laughs> nope. Ah, oh, shit. All right. If you had to choose between fucking Lyla's glass filled pussy and Mr. Boom Boom, which would you choose? I don't know what those are. I can help!
2: Um, Please help. Lyler is Lyra's mentally handicapped sister um, who doesn't understand a lot of things, including her own vagina, and puts things in there that she shouldn't. Mr. Boom Boom is her cactus baby that she sometimes stuffs in her vagina and gives birth to so that she can feel like a mother. Would you rather fuck um, the cactus or the or the Lyla Lyra vagina?
6: I choose neither.
2: Um, here, 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 on, here on the podcast killing yourself is always an option, so if, if you'd like to... That's an option, too.
3: And
6: coincidentally, you did say you have three available windows, so. Much like much like Captain Kirk, I don't believe the no-win scenario. Ah!
2: <laughs> it's cheating! So cheating, yeah. got it. We'll talk about that later. It's one of my questions. <laughs>
6: hey, hey, it's called, it's not cheating, it's creative problem solving.
2: we can going talk about that in my question, so I will, I will let Rob have his.
1: <laughs> All right. If you could change one thing about your favorite pony, what would it be? Well, One of my favorites. I have many favorites. Pick one.
6: All right. Applejack. Ooh. I would give her a character arc.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you want her to actually learn something. Well,
6: yeah. I mean, I always felt like, again, she's she's arrived at the place she's going to be for the rest of her life at the start of the series. And, you know, I mean, that's not necessarily like, terrible, but it just seems a waste of opportunity. That's why they made all the background pony jokes. Though so to be fair, I mean, only Pinkie Pie kind of has a character arc and a goal, kind of, and, and just to be the best Pinkie Pie she can be. But Applejack has a lot more potential. I mean, aside from, um, darn, I'm going to lose the farm again, you know, things like that. Especially given the extended Apple family, and hell, the thought of her maybe choosing something, being trying, being selfish for once, and things like that, or maybe po- the possibility between staying on the farm and going off and doing something bigger for a greater good. Like in the comics, there is a suggestion from Mayor Mare that Applejack would make a good mayor for, of Ponyville one day.
7: Would have been kind of interesting to explore, yeah. but yeah.
6: I mean, again, again, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I mean, she's never had the temptation to leave her life in the same way that the others have. Really,
3: How about, you, how about a character arc when she comes to terms with their inbreeding. Uh,
2: I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure um, Shakespeare, please, has already written this.
7: Probably yes. But
6: yeah, well, that's just for me for Applejack and, you know, uh, and we'll get around to maybe exploring a bit of that someday. Sunday.
2: Sunday. Hmm. Flamin' Werfer. There's <laughs> another set of questions from another person for you to ask. Flamin' Werfer. Yes. There we go. <laughs>
0: yes. We move on to Not Enough Coffee. Who starts out by saying, Your Discord avatar is cursed, bro. I okay.
2: finally looked at it. I didn't see it before, and I looked at it and it is cursed as fuck. Like it's
6: oh, literally may, the best me... thing about Jesus <laughs> Christ now.
0: That's amazing.
2: That that is pretty fucking cursed, like, come on. Yes,
0: yeah. that's, that's amazing. Holy shit.
2: If it's this is Foxy grandpa, like
0: it's amazing. I couldn't see Leia with my own eyes. Mm. All right.
6: No. Let's, let's move on. You saw the art uh, broadcast. Cool.
2: Oh, did you li- do you like that? That's our um, artist eighth who does that. And then you are a pretty big blue spider.
6: I like it. Actually, uh, again, I love jumping spiders. They're actually my favorite animal.
2: Know, not my favorite, but I do love jumping spiders. I try to make sure that my garden is always fully stocked with them. Because they're yep. wonderful little creatures.
6: Oh, yes. And I especially love Porsche spiders. Those it's little right. thinky spiders. They're very smart. Is there cool. is Porsche spiders? Is there a Maserati spider? Probably.
2: Uh, my favorite spider is still probably the yellow-kneed tarantula because they're just wonderful. But that's just oh. me. That's
3: is that the one that, if it bites you, it gives a man a boner?
2: No. No! no! <laughs> <Why> <laughs> you a
1: spider, you <laughs> idiot. Yeah, I, well, kind <clears throat> of.
2: That's and it's. Uh, I'm just no. I, I like the coloration on the yellowy tarantula. I like I like the way it looks. That's just me. So. That
0: oh, <laughs> just I just I just reminded me of that, of that story where someone got their dick stung by a bee, so it gave him like an <laughs> hours long erection, and then someone followed that up with uh, with Kylo Ren saying, "I know what I have to do, but I don't have the strength <laughs> to do it." <laughs> anyway,
2: yeah, I was who, say it.
0: Who is best strange waifu? For example, Thing Pone, Orchid, Ultramare, Tiha, Plones. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I, I don't
6: know. Um, let's see. Fluffy
7: I, Pones. um,
6: the Fluffy Pony. Whoa, some big boy. Boy. Fluffy
2: fuck? Okay, yes. you, you need okay. You need to specify because fluffy ponies are a whole other genre, and you don't yeah, want to yeah. That maybe double take for a second. That, <laughs> is, that is not good. Um, but Flufflepuff, do tell tell us more.
6: But she's big and cuddly, and she'd probably be very nice. And she dances on rainbows. Yes, I'm not very complicated, I suppose, in that that's area. Anyway, right?
2: that's fine. She's she's a sweet pony. Yep.
7: All righty. That's all. Not
0: enough coffee has, and then we move on. Finally, to a non-pencil. Pencil. Would you like to take your
2: questions? Oh, uh, sure. If if our dear guest is willing to take them, are you ready?
7: I'm ready. As <laughs> <important.
2: clears throat> what would you whisper into a vagina? Hmm.
6: Three
2: point one four one five nine two. So so are you. Are you... <laughs>
6: yeah, so, so you'd uh. You'd, Ravioli.
2: You turn that cherry pie into a pie, all right, got it. Um.
6: <laughs> I, well, how many opportunities would I have to make a pun that naturally?
2: Exactly, but here's the question, here's the bigger question. What would it whisper back?
6: Um, hopefully nothing.
2: I mean, but you're whispering into it, so like it's got, it's got an answer. Well, it does well, if it
6: echoes, and it's not, it's not the kind of pussy I want to work with.
3: Yeah, if you, if you say, I'm an idiot into it, it yells back, you're an idiot.
2: No, I think that's just the person above yelling at you for whispering into their vagina. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Fucking 3.14158, it's nine, you fucker. It whispered back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like that answer. <laughs> all right, all right, enough of this, like, nonsensical pony bullshit. We Star Trek again. Are you ready? Yes. Excellent, because I don't get stuck Star Trek very much with these fuckers, so I'm going to talk it with you. Okay. I, I said we'd talk about this, and so we're going to. If you were a Star Trek captain, how do you think you would handle the Kobe, Kobayashi Maru? Um, for uh, those who don't know, I'll explain this to my fellow barcasters. The Kobayashi Maru is a test they give you at Starfleet Academy, where basically before you become a captain, you have to go through a no-win scenario to see how you deal with it. Only one person has ever actually succeeded, and it was Kirk, and he fucking cheated. So how do you think you personally would handle the Kobayashi Maru? Hmm. Well,
6: I've always been a fan of Captain Calhoun from Star Trek New Frontiers. Um, well, rather pragmatic approach, where he blew up the cargo ship under the reasoning that one uh, if they're going to fail anyway, they, we don't want the civilians to become prisoners of Klingons and be tortured to death. And G2. two, there's no guarantee that there aren't, they aren't already all dead anyway. But as for me personally, I just start launching shuttlecraft to use as decoys and drones while I try to get as many people off of the Kobayashi Maru as possible. Oh, that's actually
2: I, that's, that's that's very similar to mine, so I appreciate that.
6: And I uh, just leave just enough time for me to escape, and then launch as many torpedoes of the Kobayashi Maru to cover our escape as possible.
2: Yeah, and like if, if even one person manages to survive this encounter, I consider to win. So yeah,
6: basically. Yeah. But yeah. I was also a big fan of Nog's solution in um, in a uh, novelization.
2: How did he
6: do? Okay, basically, he transferred an engineering crew to the Kobayashi Maru. He got the Kobayashi Maru flying again. He sacrificed everything, including weapons power, to the shields so that they could cover and get the Kobayashi Maru out of there. And finally, when the enemy ships began to board his ship, which uses a decoy, he had it self destruct right in the middle of all of them. He said, that his people have a saying: if you have to sell something you don't want to sell, make the price as high as possible.
2: That is definitely rule of acquisition. I'm trying to remember which rule it is. Anyway, sorry, my 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 Ferengi always been better as of late. Uh, I highly recommend the Facebook group in which we all pretend to be Ferengi. It's very fun. <laughs> um, but,
1: but no, yeah. seriously,
2: it's great. <laughs> I, I yeah, like that good. answer. I appreciate that, and it's. If you're a hardcore Star Trek fan, like apparently either of us, this is something you've thought of before. This is oh, something yeah, you've oh, yeah. not genuinely thought about. Oh
7: yeah.
2: Um. Okay. Would you a seven of nine?
6: Yes, though mm-hmm. I admit I was fond of Kes as well.
2: I liked Kes until she became like weird Romulan. What the fuck, Kes? Like.
7: Mm, yeah.
2: And I and I'm comparing her to Tasha Yar. I know, but still. Hmm. Um. But what, what how how human does Seven of Nine have to be before you would?
6: Honestly, I just start from the beginning and well, and work from there. I figure that I develop as someone who's not quite sure of how to act as a human myself, but <laughs> someone who's also but... trying to figure out how to be human. That's also why I ship Seven of Nine with
2: Reginald Barclay? Oh, God, that, that's horrifying to me. I don't I don't want to see their children. Um, but it'd be it'd be amazing, no, that's, that's, the awkwardness. That. It'd be I so adorable. Like that. I, I, okay, so you're telling me that you'd try to turn seven human with your dick. That's what you're telling me.
6: Hey, it works in porn.
2: Anyway, next question. <laughs> um, and this is an important one. I think it's overlooked. Everybody asks who's best captain. Who is best Star Trek doctor?
7: Hmm. I really like
6: Bashir because I love Deep Space Nine in general, but I have to say, for me, it's always a toss-up between McCoy and the EMH Doctor on Voyager.
2: The Doctor. Yes. I, I am with you with the Doctor. Don't get me wrong. I do really enjoy Dr. Crusher and all of the bullshit she has to deal with, but I oh, yeah. genuinely think the the Doctor is one of the best. Oh, Yeah. And, uh, but, but but I mean Bashir does so much. He 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 actually Ooh. like saves planets. Like he's he's probably oh, the yeah. most effective of the doctors, but but the EMH and his whole like road to discovery and like Jesus, I love him so much. Oh yeah,
6: ah. he made he made Void he was like ninety percent of why Voyager was good, I think, when it was he, when it was really great.
2: I also love Harry Kim, but like so Sumi. So he's a sweet cinnamon roll who didn't deserve all this shit.
6: Oh yeah, honestly poor guy.
2: Yeah, and he and he okay. Okay, Seven gets promoted before Harry Kim does. Just put just that out there.
6: I, imagine it. When he gets back home to the Alpha Quadrant, he has to call Nog, the kid who busts his table, sir. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, not that, not that Nog doesn't deserve it, because Nog's fucking awesome. But...
2: Yeah. I, I just want to pet all of my BarCast people on the head for a moment. like, Enigma, Flam, Milk, Rab, you guys are doing great. I know you guys are wondering what the fuck is going on. No,
3: I, I understand, actually. I just have, I'm good. Yeah, it. I kind of know what this is. You guys are talking Kobayashi Maru. I, I'm aware of what yeah. that is and how. I I, know, I, I also it. know what that was. I made references to Picard's cheating. Not Picard.
2: when we, we, talk we started talking about Harry Kim and shit, though. It's like that's that's yeah, a different right. realm. No, yeah, you guys have killed it right there, honestly. Yeah. All right. Um, this is a question I, I asked recently, and uh, my answer was incorrect. There is a correct answer, in my humble opinion. What Star Trek prison would you least like to be in?
6: Dear doctor.
2: Really? I'm
7: okay. just yeah, I'm...
2: I, I I it was pointed out to me that um there is the prison that they put um O'Brien into where he was there for like 35 years but it was all in his mind and Oh no yeah, okay. Yeah. Coming. If
6: I oh, if sorry. I if you allow me to not be facetious That is probably the worst one, yes. I I was
2: thinking, like, the Jem'Hadar and stuff. I'm like, nah, I I would never want to be in that prison. No, fuck that noise. I don't want to be in in the O'Brien Mind Prison. That's the fucking worst.
6: Yeah, I mean, again, I love O'Brien to death because it put him through so much, just because he's the everyman. And I love those episodes.
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, I I love O'Brien. The best is when uh, Kimiko ends up being made into a child and Kimiko, like, puts in a hand... On his knee, and she's like ten, and he just stands and he's like, "Okay, I can't do this," and like leaves the room. Oh yeah, because his wife like, is only ten years old and making a pass at him, and he's just like, nope, oh, yeah. "No, no, no, oh, I yeah. can't, I can't no,
6: do no, it." No, 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 <laughs> yep.
2: Oh, uh, Brian's a, br- a sweet, wonderful person. Oh yeah. Too. Um, and last, but certainly not least, the last question I have: Could you handle Klingon food? Hmm.
7: Uh, if I could cook it, sure.
2: No, no, no. You are served it as is. No cooking. Could you eat the gah? Could you do it?
6: Honestly, I do actually like crickets and mealworms. Salted and fried. I mean, they're still arthropods. Just like crabs and shrimps. And I love those too. So, yeah, I think I could handle it.
2: But Like, alive and moving.
6: Yeah, but that would take some getting used to. Why you
3: also have to wash it down with their alcohol, which is like very, very strong.
2: Well, Klingon blood wine I can handle, but they're yeah. it's not Klingon tea. We're not talking Klingon tea. I don't think either of us could handle Klingon tea. We would die.
6: Yeah, I would wash it down with some Rectagino.
2: Oh, wow. Are, are you are you getting really Bajoran on me here all of a sudden? Or? Uh, rec,
6: what? Rec, Rectagino is Klingon coffee.
2: Uh huh, but the Bajorans are the ones who always drink it. Yeah, so it's Cisco. Cisco ring. Oh, and it. so did Janeway, to be fair. But yeah. But come then on. Then again, she's,
6: she's a caffeine addict. She would literally drink anything with caffeine to keep
2: going. And she did with mealists. Oh, God. <laughs>
3: Sitting over here thinking about the Mark Twain episode, and you guys
2: are. Uh, yeah. That's a better question. Um, what alcohol or synthahol from Star Trek would you like to drink? And you know what? I, if, if, if the other barcasters have an answer to this, I'd love to hear it.
6: Honestly, I wish they'd expanded the menu a bit because. Yeah, okay, Romulan ale. Okay, what about Romulan whiskey? What's, where's the Romulan beer? Where's the Romulan lager? Where's
2: well, the... I mean, they oh. do have a lot of weird, like, Romulan alcohols that they mention, uh, if you pay attention to at Quarks, but oh, fair Yeah, but it's, it's all, like, God only knows. One of them is, like, this beautiful glowing blue thing, and I want it. Oh, yes. I don't remember what it's called. I was curious if you guys did.
6: Glowing green stuff.
2: Yeah, 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 you're right. <laughs> uh, I,
6: so I wouldn't know. mind trying that Aldebaran whiskey in the Scotty TNG episode. It sounds pretty good.
2: I, I love all the whiskeys. Like, it's for some reason aliens looked at Earth and they said, the best alcohol that Earth has to offer is motherfucking whiskey. Let's make versions of that.
6: Made with space corn.
2: <laughs> space <laughs> corn would be a great name for a band.
6: Yeah. Yeah, I would. <laughs> Space cornhole.
2: No, that's not, not what I said, Pam. I mean, there's also Slogocola. You could have Cola.
6: Yeah, turns your teeth a sparkling shade of green.
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: I'm kind of afraid what would happen if I walked up to a an, uh, replicator and it says, What do you want? And I say, Surprise me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty, I, I it I'm pretty sure there is an episode where Data says that to a replicator.
6: Think well, no, he, he says it is green to Scotty when he's trying to describe the drink of al- actual alcohol. When Scotty doesn't like synthahol,
2: yeah, I, I and I will say that like when Enigma drinks drinks, he drinks it like Data drinks alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Just this is more. Oh, yes, please. Oh, that. Oh, I know oh, oh, that. Yeah, yeah. A uh, so I've actually been,
6: I've actually been a this little man. <laughs> oh, I've actually been to, to the Valley of Fire near Vegas where they shot those scenes of Star Trek Generations where uh, Kirk and Picard fought and where Kirk mm-hmm. died. Which just pretty cool.
2: That's awesome. Um, now we could talk Star Trek forever but we are now out of my questions which means you've made it. You, you did the gauntlet. Woo! You, you, you answered all the questions. You did great. Thank you. Um, thank you. And usually I'll do what. Uh, Flam, do you want to do the thank you so much, blah, 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 kiss ass that uh, Priest does? Or do you want me to do it? <laughs> um,
0: you would be much, you'd be much uh, more professional about it.
2: Uh, I don't want you to be professional. I want you to be awful about kissing ass. We never get this opportunity. Flam, okay. Flam be sure. awful about kissing ass and thanking our guests for being here. Please, I'm begging you.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, everyone, that was the bar cast. And thank you so, so much, AJ Talon, for joining us on our Comcast. Thank you.
6: Maybe the the Comcast is not the ending. Maybe it's the friends we made along the way.
0: Maybe the real come was the friends
6: we made along the way.
3: (laughs) We're We're now all going into the cane lobby. Oh,
2: no, I don't like it. Thanks.
0: Pre- precisely. <laughs> but no, the pleasure was all ours. Yes, it was. Ah, indeed. So this has been... Wait. Anonymous Wait. Pencil.
2: No, we have to say, so where can people find you if they want oh, to read your story? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you! Okay. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where can people find you if they want to find your stories? Do you have any final messages to our viewers?
6: Um, The revolution will succeed. The rebels will not... Succeed, and everyone who signs with me will get a goat. Oh, sorry, wrong speech. Okay. <laughs> eh,
0: a goat, know. you say?
2: So where do they find you? On fanfiction or on fanfic.net?
6: Okay, on fanfiction.net, just search for Andrew Joshua Talon. You can see a very, very, very large amount of stories. Some of them are even finished. So, you know, there's that. Uh, you can also find me on Space Battles. I do a lot of writing there. Um, also, some of it's even finished. Uh, and of course, on film fiction, just search for Andrew Joshua Talon. And that is me.
5: That's
2: Bam
7: where you can find my stories.
2: Yay! Now you do the sexy thing, Flam.
7: Yep. Yeah. Um, this has
0: been Anonymous Pencil.
2: Down with the Romulan awful people who deserve death.
0: Enigmatic, weeaboo. I just want cheese toasties. Leche. Uh. and uh Ravaging.
1: Moonlight is best light.
0: And I have been Margaret Thatcher the cum catcher.
2: Oh my
1: god. <laughs>
2: thank you for coming on, AJ. Oh my god, so Claire, what's wrong with you? <laughs> uh
6: thank Every... you. yeah. Have a good <laughs> night. You too. Thank you very much for having. Oh me. no!
0: Oh no! Oh, that was for the. Uh, that was for the. Uh, oh. Cast. Good
2: night. Na- yeah, AJ. Say night too, so AJ you want to say good night?
7: Good night, AJ.
2: Fucking Christ! <laughs>